Last time on Dice Funk. Y el Espíritu Dios se movía sobre las de las aguas. He loves the aguas. Uh, Lynette, <laughs> you just blast him Kona Cold again right in the face and you freeze him solid. And now you've captured him for interrogation. Uh, I don't think that's the real lady of pain. And I'm gonna aggressively thwarp at her and cast a spell magic with my slurpy fan. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I got you! Well, we did throw away that hand inside of Kato's office. Maybe the hand was holding the phone. What? Hand grew into a whole slurdy, chilled out in the water, listening and meticulously planning until we said some bullshit about what we were doing, and then it went, aha! Um, so I would say that you've, you've defeated uh, Charity, and you've defeated Humility. And there's these four, which leads o- which leaves only one. Chastity. That's what's going on. The four virtues are ahead of you. They're between you and the finish line. If they recognize you, they're going to pounce on you, and they're probably going to tear you to bits. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to recognize me. Oh, just challenge them. Just, just start fighting them and let Blake get past. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Nifix, you get an—you're uh, gonna get a mental flash, an image of the green slot thinking about itself giving the diamond to the original Babel. Mm. It is a rainbow slot. It has like ribbons of each different color, and they're shimmering and moving. Uh, no, no, no. Callie can go ahead and crush him to death. Oh. <laughs> okay, Mr. Blake. Crunch. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. And now I'm gonna cast uh, Soul Cage. Neither of you have decided we're going. We're going to the. We're going to the asylum. We're doing it. Go! Hooray! <laughs> Their cover blown. Uh, the walls begin uh, climbing down because they are actually uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of spiders. Oh, are these friends of the big spider? Debt collectors. <laughs> target audience of our show nobody (laughs) people who are slowly losing their minds i was gonna say like a horny nerds but that's okay we're taking this journey into insanity together do do you like memes do you like being horny again are you sad come join us as we lose our minds (laughs) i'm sad roused So last okay. we left this adventure, there were spiders to the left of you, spiders to the right. Here you are in the middle of these spiders. Oh shit, yeah, they're coming they're coming to collect, huh? Yep, as Conrad said, oh no, debt collectors, I believe was the quote. Yeah. Um I I I believe I had a plan last time, which I think was we maybe offered them we offered them the soul we have trapped as like, hey, collateral. Yeah, like give us some time. Tiny soul as interest, and then we get a bigger one later. We had a we had a slotty. We were hoping to ask it questions, but I think it's please don't break our kneecaps money. I do love the very inventive use usages of 
the terms collateral and interest. I'm not sure either apply, but I'm really proud of both of you for trying. Oh my god, I know where you live. We're not lawyers like you. We don't know our fancy words. I just do like the idea of just like yelling out like stocks, bonds, four hundred one k, s t o n k s stonks, stonks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you're surrounded by the Yawclaw's spider servants. They have blocked off both ways out of this alleyway, and as they surround you, I Nifix, you want to step up and offer this because yeah, they're they're about to liquidate you. Liquidation, and not in the contract sense, in the sense that you will be liquefied when their spider venom goes inside your flesh. Yeah. Okay. N- Nifix is gonna off- is is gonna attempt to offer the soul. Excuse me. Blake's got the diamond and he's got the soul he's rolling in it y'all are just as peasant helpers Uh, if if Blake is going to push back on this Nifix's response is just do you have a better idea? yeah I had a couple of better ideas but you killed both of those (laughs) Uh, maybe just get over it hey Blake in this moment right here right now do you have a better idea? (sighs) oh he looks at Nifix. He looks at Cordelia. Looks back at Nifix. Back at Cordelia. Does a deep, heavy <laughs> sigh. I mean, some of us didn't let other people get stabbed by beetles, but whatever. <laughs> Blake, Blake's just, he is inhaling as he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> Blake is Blake is right to be grumbly about past experiences, but Nifix is pretty confident that Blake doesn't have a better plan right now. Yeah. So continues it continues with attempting to offer. Yeah, and he just yeah he just offer the soul sets the cage down and looks at the spiders and crosses his arms. Yeah, I like this very petty squabbling between you as the spiders close in. They're like crawling up your legs and onto your arms, and you're like all of you are slowly. Getting spiderified as you're just like, oh yeah, well, whose fault is it that this happened, huh? And this, then, <laughs> this, like, right before you're overtaken by spiders, uh, Blake just harumphs and puts the cage in the, you know, mass of arachnids and they swarm all around it. We're like a D&D soap opera. <laughs> it's gonna turn out that one of us got one of us pregnant. It's gonna be a whole drama. One of us has an evil twin brother. <laughs> One of us has already been pregnant. What if we all got pregnant? <sighs> <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. Hey, what if we all get pregnant? <laughs> Have you thought about it? Hey, next downtime scene, we'll see what happens. Oh my lord. The spiders, uh, you just like all hear, they speak with one telepathic voice and they say, This will suffice for now. Do not keep the queen waiting. And they begin retreating with your uh, your soul. I'm not going to take the cage from you. Um, I think they probably have a different way of transporting it, so you can still have that. Okay. That would be pretty harsh if I took that entire spell out of your repertoire. Oh, he has he has a total of ten, but there he can only carry so much of it. It's, they're delicate, so. So you're down to nine cages. Yep. Okay, that, so you got out of this pretty uh, scot-free. I mean, this could have worked out in a lot of different ways if you had uh, uh, taken Gene's soul or taken Tragedy's soul. Uh, but as far as putting this off, nothing terrible has happened so far, and you're free to go. The spiders leave. 
Hey, Blake, congrats on winning the race, Madurbadon. <laughs> the race, Yerba Mate. Uh, yeah, that worked out, uh, that worked out well. I, I never really thought about racing as, like, a, a thing I could do professionally. You could drive those really face, like, fast race cars, then decides the cliff tops that only have a little bit of road. And then you put speed boosters on them. And then throw turtle shells at each other. <laughs> Is this going to be what you do when you retire, when you have the money that you need to do the things so you have all your days to yourself? Are you just going to become a professional racer? Is that it? Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah? What if you just, like, if you just drove really fast by yourself, so there's no pressure other than you just got to drive fast? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I worry that I, like, get into an accident. And, you know, I mean, like, it feels weird to like drive really fast and wear a seatbelt at the same time, but it's just the right thing to do, you know? Well, how about like you only drive really fast in places where you can shout pineapple and then be safe? <laughs> Calliope says, Or you can have me there and I can heal your wounds like I did in the race. You have small child now? <laughs> <laughs> Is this child is this, is this child coming to live? No. Oh, I don't think she's gonna live with us. She's just coming to the asylum, which you know, on reflection is maybe not the best place for a child to be. <laughs> Why are we bringing the baby to uh, the asylum? I'm going very Mario. Uh, I, I don't know. She asked. Mr. Man said I could come. Don't call him that! <laughs> he said I'm not allowed to use his name. Mr. Man sounds weird. Call me Eric. Just just call me Eric. That's fine. But your name's Blake. <laughs> <laughs> what if his name is Lake? Yeah, what, what what's up with that, Blake? <laughs> I just, you know, one of those things, I don't like the way... A lot of people have been uh, nosing around us, so I'm just trying to keep a lower profile than usual. As you say that, you like exit the alley and you're back on the street and people are like, Hey, isn't that the guy who won the race? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's all follow him for the next 24 hours, see what sort of stuff he does with his <laughs> winnings. Uh, yeah. So why you, uh, you know, just in out of character and in character, why is Callie following us around? <laughs> Literally because she asked. Uh, can I roll an insight on Callie? Uh, sure. Uh, 18. Is she, like, in love with Blake or something? <laughs> I mean, Blake cast a spell on her that made her see the Hreshvelger. I mean, she didn't put two and two together that it was Blake's fault. She thought she was being attacked by a giant eagle and fell off her mount and almost died, and Blake saved her. Um, so she's like, you know, it's it's kind of like a hero thing. She's like, oh, you saved my life, and then you won the big race. You're like a celebrity. Let me follow you around. Oh! It's not like si sinister or anything. <laughs> she thinks you're a superhero. Kids like superheroes nowadays. <laughs> nowadays. It ruined all the real cinema. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, we're done now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just uh, couldn't tell her she couldn't come. I mean, she is a, you know, world-ending worm. Yes, 
but she's still baby worm. You can't just take babies to the haunted asylum. She's bigger than all of us combined. I don't, you know, what's gonna happen to it? Is, it's not about the physicality. It's the emotional maturity. Cordelia, do you need a root? She shoots a root out of her palm at you, just like a streamer, basically, over your shoulder. And she's like, what do I roll to like the root? What do you roll to like the root? I want to love. How do I feel about this root? I want a constitution. <laughs> I just want. I feel like you just, just use your own thoughts and feelings about the root. <laughs> but I think it'd be funny if I botched and it's like cilantro and it tastes like so. Okay, constitution. <laughs> it's gonna be a bomb and I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> okay, okay. I love a root. I rolled a five. Yeah, I think it tastes more like celery. It's just completely flavorless to you as a snake who I think is carnivorous. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is no meat. Sorry, it is a root. Yeah, I don't know what I expected. Can I cut a piece off? (laughs) You can do whatever you want. I'm going to cut a piece off. I'm take it home with me. I'm going to try to experiment with it in some dishes and see if I can't figure out the true way to bring forth the true essence of the root. Is it, by some chance, going to be cooking it with limes? I mean, that's going to be on the list. It's going to be like root ceviche? It's going to be like a cooking manga where he has to use like secret forbidden techniques. Mm-hmm. Which is an entire subgenre. I don't know if people know that. There's like a whole thing. a whole thing. Listen, I have read a, a good share of cooking manga, and they are great fun. Yeah. On that note, uh, the group finally makes it to Gatehouse Asylum. I don't know what you were expecting. In fact, Cordelia just referred to it as a haunted asylum, which is jumping to a lot of conclusions. Uh, as you reach the building, you see that it is go- undergoing some renovations. There's some parts of it that have like scaffolding around it and um, people working outside doing various jobs. But the main part of the building is uh, incredibly modern, incredibly uh, clean and uh, stylish. It's got like a fresh coat of, coat of paint. All the shrubbery outside is immaculate. Uh, it looks really nice and welcoming. Things uh, has- can be welcoming and still be spooky because of the the people inside, I'm just saying. Okay, well, let's go meet the people inside. Uh, you walk in, and there's a, a waiting room where there, you know people are sitting around waiting for visitation or consult- consultation or whatever various things you can do at an asylum. Uh, one of them you recognize immediately is Anastasia. Oh, hello. Uh, she looks up from, I think, her newspaper. She is wearing a combination of, uh, like, workout gear, like, Under Armour sh- stuff. And also she has, like, metal boots and a-, a metal helmet on, like a medieval knight. Because all of her looks are a weird combination of just hanging out and ready to go murder a lot of people. She's sitting in this waiting room. She has a newspaper. She's trying to look inconspicuous because she's spying on this place for you and you walk in and immediately just say hey and everyone looks over oh wow it is so nice to see so many people trying to take back control of their life i don't recognize any of you but (laughs) i'm proud of you all blake's just got a face palm (laughs) happening it's just uh 
I forgot she was spying. Yep, you asked her earlier in this uh, season to look for the virtues, so that's what she's been doing here. Um, but- Some of us have been stabbed and don't remember things because stabbed. <laughs> You're just going to blame everything on this stabbing. I've been stabbed like five times. Hold on one moment here. And King's going to get face to face with, uh, I want to call her Agatha. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Renowned author Agatha Christie. Uh, and I'm going to stare deeply into her eyes and roll an insight to see if she is a slotty. 25. Wow, that's very good. I would say from the scent of stale nacho cheese, you know it is Anastasia. <laughs> it's you. I had to be sure because we found two slotties impersonating Kato and Sharon before, and then we threw one off of the sky thing, and I don't know what happened to the second one. Uh, as a player, I'm just writing down on a piece of paper in front of me right now, check every NPC for Slotty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess the party like sits down in the waiting room as incognito as possible to talk to Anastasia, who uh, looks over the party and uh, rolls her eyes uh, theatrically, um, and but does, I wanna, doesn't say anything. I want to I juggle sodas. Oh. <laughs> okay, King has taken all of the heat off of you. That's all anyone can watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Psst, hey. Hey. So, what's, what's up with the angels? Is this place haunted? I mistrust any medical facility inherently. Uh, I'm sure there's a backstory for there. Is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're a serial killer, never mind. <laughs> I feel like that might have actually explained itself. Um, <laughs> the backstory here is the security is really good. Uh, I can't get in. I've try- been trying for a little bit now. The only way to open the door is the receptionist lady behind the magical barrier, and she gestures towards her and says, uh, uh, I don't know any other way past these wards without, you know, summoning every cop in the city here, so good luck getting inside. But there's definitely a virtue in there. I feel like there's an obvious way inside. Can can we get the Baker Act? <laughs> so the Baker Act, for listeners who don't know, is a law in Florida where the police can uh, involuntarily commit you to a mental institution without due process. Uh, it's it happened to my mom. It's happened to uh, my friends. There have been times I thought it happened to me. Yeah, it's it's it has equivalents in other places too. To Baker Act is a verb which has been adopted in other places to refer to it, but it comes from Florida. Um, longtime listeners of my work know that my mom escaped from a mental institution and last I checked is currently on the run. So that's a fun fact about me. The world is crazy. <laughs> Laura's like, how do I even handle it? Austin laid it on heavy. It escaped, though. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the last time I saw her, she kicked the window out of a cop car. <laughs> <laughs> wow the coolest thing my mum ever did was put on a, a yellow fluorescent jacket to get backstage at Neil Diamond <laughs> <laughs> that's also good um, I, not quite as cool I will say Anastasia looks at all of you and uh, seems annoyed and specifically uh, says to Cordelia like I heard you all were in the race yeah it's for a mission Is there, you got the problem with it well, I knew the gnome threw in with the, the psycho elephant, but King too? That shit sucks, man. Shit sucks a lot. What did I do? Nothing. Didn't go away. Juggle more sodas. Nice gloves. They love it. Your audience. Thanks! My friend Abraham gave it to me. Yeah, I bet. 
Yeah. Well, I gave him one too in response. Cool. Thanks. Hey, <laughs> hey. While we're at it, uh, I fell out with them again, so no, no hating on me. Uh, she's a tiny goth now, so. Oh, so you're cool again, Nefix? Yeah, work your magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm cool. You see all the, all the, all the, all the black and brands. I'm cool. Sick. Yeah, that's that sounds really cool. Do you want to be cool with us, me and Cordelia, who joined the Believers of the Source? Well, don't tell everybody. <laughs> How can I go undercover if you tell everybody? You're, 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 you what? You what? What? You what? 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 You, what you up to there? What I you am a grown woman who has died more times than anybody else here. So I do what I want. Oh, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just. This is news. I like to be in the loop of what 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 the family's up to. Uh, it is a private matter. Like the private matter of you joining the Society of Sensation? Oh my god, are you just here to blow up my spot? Listen, I have to live with her. She talks about it constantly. She doesn't- I'm not your therapist! I'm not your therapist! I'm not coming to you for therapy, I'm coming for you to make her talk about something else. When you make her miserable, she makes me miserable. It's called having a girlfriend. You're welcome. <laughs> but you're not my girlfriend, so I don't have to put up with your shit. It sounds like you have a real complex uh, outside of work life. When, when does this even happen? When does your face <laughs> even happen? <laughs> Only after 24 hours. <laughs> Uh, well, I will, maybe I will deal with that when we aren't in the middle of hunting down shapeshifters and angels who are trying to kill us. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's cool. That's, that's fair. A woman has to have priorities. That's your business. I have other work to do. I'm, I, I also have a job. Okay, have fun. Thank you for the intel. Hey, uh, listen, could you do me a favor and and ask ask what she would do about all the scales that Cordelia just leaves around, like, the house? <laughs> she turns them into mixed-media art projects. Uh, okay, so there is, it like, because yeah, I mean, it's really hard to get them individually once they get into the carpet. They, get, they really stick I, I in mean, there. I mean, it's not my fault. You have no scale creativity. Yeah, but it's it's just, it's it's just sort of like it's wrecking the carpet. That's what I'm saying, and I can't seem to get him out. And this is why we should have tile, like I have been saying. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a problem <laughs> to have carpet, <laughs> Cornelia. You've done nothing but start shit for half an hour. <laughs> the goose game made me too powerful. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hey, uh, I have a question. Hey, King, are you gonna call me Anesthesia again? Well, that's your name, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? I don't even care anymore. What? What? Do you, what's up, buddy? <laughs> so, did you find a new Megatron? Yes, of course. That's my one of my main jobs. I work for the Believers of the Source, but that—I mean—I mostly just volunteer at the Foundry, and the rest of the time, I work in Heaven. Who is it? Who's the new Metatron? Do you guys not read the newspaper? There's newspapers? No. What's reading? <laughs> time is time and space are weird. The new Metatron is Father Greer. Who? 
He's like a big dragon with tentacles. <gasps> Do we have to kill him too? No! Oh, no, absolutely not. He's a saint. Oh. Okay, good then. Okay. I feel strangely drawn to this person. I have no intention of showing objectivists on screen. I just thought that would be fun to acknowledge. <laughs> My sweet child. Uh, I, I've got a question about the, the place where we currently are. Um, this asylum, presumably we're in some kind of entryway lobby or something. Yep. Uh, how many people, roughly, would you say there are around in here? In this room you're currently in? Yeah, yeah. Like half a dozen? That is what I wanted to hear, because that is a number smaller than the threshold for one of my spells that I'm thinking might get us in here. Oh no! Well, before you do that, Anastasia says, Okay, well, good luck breaking into the asylum and finding the angel and then doing whatever nefarious, evil assassin stuff you guys do. I'm gonna go... I have a meeting with your boss, so... I'm out. Oh! We need to talk to him about... Uh, he wants to set up a meeting with Father Greer, just establishing uh, connections between the high-ranking people of heaven and, you know, the soul economy. Make sure he's not the slod. <laughs> just no- it's just normal corrupt Wall Street stuff. You don't know. There was There's slods everywhere. There sure are slods everywhere, including in Cato's office, you're all aware. Yes. Yeah, can I come? Can you come to your boss's office? I'm pretty sure you're allowed to go there whenever you want. You work there. Yeah, but can I go with you? Okay, so field trip with Anastasia to Kato's office to kill that finger slot. Uh, in that case, plan for getting into the asylum. I have a spell that I don't think I've had a chance to use yet, really, called Mass Suggestion. Yep, you have not. You were thinking about using it on a Modron, but they have uh, axiomatic minds, which cannot be influenced, so you did not use it. Yeah. Uh, so, here's what I'm thinking. Get a good mass suggestion going that, hey, there's something not quite right about this group of people that have just come in here. Basically try and suggest them into thinking we need to be brought inside for our own good. <laughs> uh, the The... <laughs> I'm I'm wondering if we act just a little unusual and then I use mass suggestion, will that be enough to get us locked in? I mean, mass suggestion uh, doesn't require you to put on too elaborate of a show. Uh, uh, it just has to be something they would conceivably believe. Yeah, I think as soon as you say to the party, like, hey, I'm going to get us involuntarily committed, uh, Anastasia stands up and says, right, I'll see you at the next barbecue. Peace out. <laughs> uh, and starts walking out. King, are you going with her? Yes! Alright, are, are you my escort or am I your escort? We can both be escorts! <laughs> we should get business cards. <laughs> Let's say escorts. Yeah, they shut down Backpage. I don't know, we'll, be, we'll figure something out. Oh, wow. too real. Callie, you should probably go with King and, um... I don't know that... He's a father! Getting committed is probably... The best idea anyone in this group could possibly have had. <laughs> hey, hey, Blake, do you have a better idea in this moment right now? Do you have a better idea in this moment or time? <laughs> um, I, if, you, if you're going to send Callie home, she'll say, 
Bye, Mr. Man. I'm going to go home and see my dad. He's old. That's... Yes, he is. <laughs> and crusty. But he's so big and cool. Yeah, he is pretty cool. I'll tell him you said that. Tell him I said hi. Okay. Bye. Have fun getting committed to the institution. Thank you. No, I'm going to be escorts. <laughs> okay. So King, Anastasia, and Callie leave. And now um, it is just Nifix, Blake, and Cordelia. Break into this asylum, you fucking goofballs. So, Blake and Cordelia, do either of you want in on this? Um, I was hoping... Okay, so, you know the wacky arm-waving inflatable tube men? I would like to do that, but with my body in the middle of the waiting room very violently. You're just gonna wiggle your arms. No, no, I'm going to, like... <laughs> flop all over like bang my head into all the walls i'm gonna knock over some vases their tasteful wall art the little wood ball thing they have in the waiting room for kids okay so you're gonna use mass suggestion while cordia puts on a ludicrous display uh yeah nifix's display is purely gonna be saying i'm pretty sure that i'm nifix the gaming streamer but they're dead so um yeah, I feel like we need to be in there. And mass suggestion, which I believe uh, wisdom saving throws are required. A four. That's <laughs> not going to cut it. Uh, the The staff of this building will now pursue the course of action that I have described to the best of their ability, so long as it will not put them in harm's way. I, I I can't in a million of years have predicted this. I would assume if you're going to mass suggest your way into the building, it would just involve like using the spell to be like, hey, let me in. And they would be like, okay. But since you're being involuntarily committed, they're going to take your weapons. Oh, shit. Uh, sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Chucks. Oh, no. So, yep, uh, the doctors and uh, hospital staff come out and collect your weapons and uh, take you inside for examination because uh, you might be a danger, which is the threshold for involuntary commitment. And uh, that's that's happening now. We'll uh, come back to that in a second as you're ushered inside. You've successfully infiltrated Gatehouse Asylum. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right, King and Anastasia walking down the street. Callie uh, waves and goes off. Uh, she's going to find the nearest branch of the Yggdrasil and jump onto that. That's her house. Uh, are you talking about anything with Anastasia, King? Yeah, she's a good kid. He's saying in reference to Callie. He's like, yeah. She just joined the eighth art too. Isn't that fun? Oh. She seems nice, but her family, uh, her family are a bunch of dirtbags. Am I allowed to say that? Really? His her dad was really cool. He's super big and he likes eating the roots. Yeah, and they also want to kill the tree that holds all of existence together, which would probably destroy everything you've ever experienced. Yeah, but don't trees grow back? I mean, no one's ever destroyed the world tree. I don't know if it would grow back. It's holy to us. One time I peed on a tree and it died, but then it came back two years later. My God, King. <laughs> you don't have to say everything that comes into your head, you know. I thought that was relevant. Like, 
Even if they eat the tree, it could grow back just like the pea tree did. Who's to say? I don't know. Maybe Mauro? Doesn't he hang out on the tree a lot? Yeah, he sure does. Is everything okay? You feel kind of tense. Yeah, sorry. I can't help admiring your cool glove. (laughs) Thanks. You want to try it on? Yeah, sure. Oops, I threw it in the trash. Sorry, King. Oh, it's okay. I could just pick it back up and put it back on again. <laughs> King, why did you join the Aethar? Uh, well, they had a really cool gym, and I like Abraham because he's really big and strong and kind of cute, and uh, Lancelot's really fun, and then I found out Callie joined it, and they seemed like they really needed me to. So you joined it for the people? Yeah. I mean, what else is there? I don't know. Morality? Standards? Ethics? What are those? In hindsight, this all makes a lot of sense, actually. I don't know why I'm being so crusty about it. (laughs) Why aren't you happy? Well, because the Aethar don't want to help people. Really? Why not? That's a good question. I think a lot of them are bitter about things that happened to them in the past and they can't get can't get over it and they blame everyone else and they want to make everyone else's lives as bad as theirs. But you're saying the believers of the source too? Want to help people? Yes. Oh, what do they do? Whatever's required. We help the sick, we feed the hungry, we go wherever we're needed. Ah, I see a lot of you in heaven. Yeah, a place traditionally known for its goodness, I would point out. Yeah. Do you feed a lot of the orbs up there? (laughs) Well, the orbs don't need food traditionally, but spiritually, yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's good then. Why can't it be good to have two groups that do good things? (laughs) Why don't you come to to the 8th Arm meeting sometime? And maybe we could, like, talk things out and you can use the gym. Because it looks like you're really strong. King, I'm a Valkyrie. I can't go to an Aethar meeting any more than a fire elemental can go for a swim in a pool. Why can't he? The fire elemental deserves to be able to swim. That's a lovely sentiment, but I I just don't think you understand, well, anything. What happens when it goes swimming? (laughs) (laughs) Is the elemental okay? Oh, are you crying? It's just I don't want the elemental to be left out while all of his friends get to go swimming. I I feel like we need to show uh, King that that song that Olaf sings in Frozen about the summertime and how much fun he's going to have in the summer. Yeah, he thought he was going to have a great time in summer. What's the problem with that? <laughs> what is having the water tonight? None of us will ever create characters as good as Chris. And I'm so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think uh, Anastasia gives up on trying to explain the Aethar believer divide to or King. Or anything. Or anything, yeah. Just basic <laughs> physics, math, anything at all. Um, and you get to the Purgatory building, um, presumably going up to the, the Wrath floor where Kato's office is. Mm-hmm. All right, you enter. You see Cato uh, is at his desk. He's looking over some boring financial documents, just transfers of souls and so forth. Kato, him- tell me something only I would know. 
Jesus. I don't even hold on. This is me. <laughs> Austin trying to think of something. Um something only you would know. <laughs> well, your brother Lloyd told me your feet are ticklish. Oh, it's you! Phew! I thought you were another slotty. Yeah, king, from your perspective, and maybe you just didn't think about this because you're king, but it wouldn't make much sense to have a slot in here, eavesdrop him on him, and also replace him? Like, what would the eavesdrop <laughs> on if he was also replaced? King doesn't understand that there's, like, a strategy going on. He's thinking this is inv- invasion of the body snatchers, and people are just getting replaced by Slotty. Fair enough. Uh, so, behind Kato is the, the ocean that's in his office. It looks like, you know, if you're... I live in a city, so when I look at the night sky, there's only, like, a couple visible stars. But if you go out into, like, the wilderness without the light pollution and look up at the night sky, when it's just chock-a-block with stars... It's like a flowing blackness filled with stars twinkling in it. That's the ocean in his office behind him. And Anastasia walks up and she just like hands him some kind of object attuned to heaven and, you know, tells him about the meeting and says, yes, Father Greer will see you on Sunday at this time. Here's the key to the portal. Good, good to see you. How, how's the everything? Like They're just catching up. I want to walk up to Cato. And I'm going to get really close to his ear. And I'm going to whisper. I think there's a spy hand in the ocean who's learning everything about you. Also, how are you today? Well, I'm just lovely, King. I'm a little confused about what you just said. Uh, Maybe you can explain to me in a little bit greater detail uh, in a minute. Anastasia, thank you for coming. Give give my best to Lynette when you see her. And uh, I'll see you on Sunday. You know, they shake hands and... Anastasia goes to leave. What are you guys doing on Sunday? Uh, I'm meeting the new Metatron. Can I come? Maybe. <laughs> what are your intentions? You killed the last one. I don't want you to think that this is required again. That would be a, quite a faux pas. No, I asked about that. She said we didn't have to. So I think this one's good. That is my understanding, yeah. But really, we have to do something about the hand that's hiding in your ocean that's spying on you. So in in my in my ocean behind me here. Yeah, remember when there was that finger in my pocket, but it turned out it was a whole hand, and then it went running, and then Cordelia tried to grab it, but she couldn't grab it, and it went into the ocean. Yeah, I do remember that was some masterful foreshadowing that no one really caught on to for quite a while. Yeah, it was pretty brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> so I think it's been spying on you for the past two arcs. <laughs> well, King, do you know what this ocean behind me is? None of you have ever asked about it. I assume you either knew or didn't care. An illusion? No, this is the Astral Sea. Oh, so like for cigarettes? Oh boy, no. Uh, the Astral Sea is the uh, kind of the flow of material between planes. The, the Astral Plane is the, uh, think of it as kind of like the the styrofoam peanuts in a package, but between planes, because you know, every plane is kind of like a self-contained bubble on the world tree. Some are in the roots, some are in the branches, right? But between them, there's just the flow of stuff. Uh, that's, that's the astral plane and the astral sea is the, the, the material that moves kind of like a sea. You can sail on it. Uh, give me just one second here. And uh, uh, does Cato have one of the, like those ball clacker thingies on his desk? He does now. 
Uh, King's going to take it. He's going to rip a piece off. He's going to look for something long. Uh, I guess a desk leg. And he's going to rip that off and <laughs> tie the ball and the string on. And he's going to try to fish the slotty <laughs> out of the water. All right. So you just start destroying Kato's shit. And he's like, can, can it, come on. We've talked about this. Please do not break things in my office. Without, and you're just walking away. And he has to get, go set about uh, using uh, like create uh, matter and then uh, uh, mending and stuff to fix his desk because you just snapped part of it off. But uh, you leave him behind as you go over to the Astral Sea. I'm going to fish out this slotty. Uh, roll, I guess, d20. You're not proficient. I got a seven. You sure did. So you throw... Lucky number seven. That means a pass. It does not. So you throw the, the clacker ball on a string. There's a name for that, I'm sure. It's like a something cradle. Newton's cradle, maybe. I'm Googling. I'm leaving this in, not editing it out. Um, Is it clacker ball? Nope, it's called a Newton's cradle. I was right. Hmm. Uh, so you take the, yeah, the string off and the ball off the Newton's cradle, tie it to a chair leg and or desk leg, and cast it into the astral sea, and you sit down on the edge, on like on the sand for a minute, and you're waiting, and Kato's coming up behind you, and he said, Now, King, you aren't going to catch a slod like that. And as he says that, you are pulled into the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy back in the asylum this is another fine mess you've gotten us into I, again you had the option to go no I'm going to find my own way in she is right you know or suggest a different option I mean really all he could all he, all he had to do was say he's your attorney yeah <laughs> but Blake has been doing a lot of uh, I have no ideas for what to do but I'm going to complain about the ideas that other people suggest oh yes oh 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 you know what <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good wow <laughs> oh okay so we're inside that was achieved. All right. So the party's been involuntarily committed. You each are brought into like different rooms. Uh, the doors are locked, but they're not magically locked. And you're, each of you are told that someone will be with you in a moment for an examination. All your weapons and items have been taken for your own safety. Uh, look around. What do we see? It's like a doctor's office. This whole place is like really clean and modern, um, not haunted at all, <laughs> as you might suspect. Um, the, this uh, is the headquarters of the uh, Bleak Cabal. The, they're the faction that believes life is meaningless. Therefore, we need to make our own meeting. Our own meaning. Our own meetings. Our own meetings. And that's why they've dedicated themselves to things like uh, charity and helping people and looking after uh, mental health and they take it seriously and uh they do a good job well is the is there like a bell ding 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 hello i don't think there's a bell but i mean you could conceivably make enough noise to draw attention uh, hello i don't know what to do now <laughs> are you going to take my blood pressure with the with the thingy do I get to see, uh, oh, I heard maybe there's an angel. You show me your angel, yes? So Cordelia just starts yelling and trying to draw attention. Eventually, a doctor shows up and says, Hello, uh, I see you're in dire need of assistance uh, based on the yelling. Uh, let me. I have some forms here for you to fill out, family history and so forth. He, we here at Gatehouse Asylum take 
uh, mental health very seriously. It's not a joke and it's not spooky. So uh, if you could fill that out for me, uh, do you have any questions? Well, uh, let's say you had, I don't know, an angel or angel adjacent creature. (laughs) Uh, Where would that be kept? As I'm sure you're aware, confidentiality is very important in the medical field, and I can't disclose any of the doctor's uh, personal information at this time. But Oh, um, so it's not like uh, an amenity. It's not like, hello, I'm the angel. I bless you. Yay. Oh, amenity. I thought you said amenity, and I was like, you really <laughs> should have hired a manatee doctor. <laughs> you really should have hired a manatee, honestly. I would feel much better if you were a manatee, I'm sorry. They would be able to snoof up all of our aquatic plants. Uh, and I, that would be very helpful. <laughs> for you? You think that would be helpful for your treatment? Uh, I would be happier. All right, well, uh, let me go see if we have any uh, access to manatees. Manatee therapy? Yeah, they're not kidding. They actually, they're. this is not like a secretly evil... Uh, oh, wow, it's something that doesn't exist then. It's something good. Yeah, so this doctor is going to leave to see if they have any access to manatees for manatee therapy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Goodbye, rest of the campaign. I will never murder again. It's only manatees <laughs> from here on out. Uh, mm. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> if Cordelia drops out to pet manatees full time, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Not for real, but that would be very funny. <laughs> okay, so you said they took away our weapons. Did they take away my games console that is my spellcasting uh, thing, thing what I use for do spells? Yeah, they took all your personal items for now. Okay, okay. I was I was hoping because that wasn't immediately obvious as a weapon, I might be allowed it. I'm I'm basically trying to work out can I do any spells while I'm in here? Not if they have a uh, not if they have a material component. If they're only somatic or vocal, you can. I I didn't think about it until now. <laughs> I, f- I have a strong feeling nobody really thought about what the consequences for being involuntarily committed were. Oh no, no, Blake's aware. <laughs> well, then why didn't Blake say something? And or suggest alternative plans. Oh, this is vacation time right now for Blake. I don't think you understand. (laughs) Blake's patiently waiting his turn for the doctor to come by. Oh my god, he niffix, he does this every time. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, Blake, uh, I think after a while a doctor comes to see you, gives you the same spiel, here's the health forms, family history. Oh, I'm so glad to, because I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I've been having some really dark thoughts lately. Lately. Do you mind sharing that we're... we're... Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not a a particularly violent sort of person, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I mean, sometimes, you know, work, you know, there's some things you have to do in the course of your your job. And, you know, I always try to separate my personal life and my work life and things like that. Uh... But I've really, I've been thinking about killing my coworkers so <laughs> much lately. That's me. Like it's all I can think of. Hello. You aren't here. Doctor patient confidentiality means you aren't here. Uh, I can. I'm a snake. I can hear very well. I don't think they. You can don't know hear. what snakes are. I don't know what snakes are. <laughs> 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 I'm just being a goblin. 
Yeah, you sure are, buddy. Um, yeah, that's very funny, though. So uh, he says, yeah, uh, st- work stress is actually one of the, the top sources of stress in most people's lives. So that's not unusual at all. Um, have you ever acted on any kind of violent fantasies before? <laughs> fantasies? No, no. Please just fill it out paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so it's okay sometimes to think bad things, but we have to keep our thoughts separate from our actions, especially when it comes to hurting other people. So that's that's good so far. Uh, is there any other major stressors in your life? Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to kill an angel. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> I didn't know how cool you were gonna play it. Um, huh. I think it, this it just cuts to two people with restraints coming in. <laughs> Nifix, do you have another plan? Uh, no, I'm still in the process of searching all of my spells for which ones have zero material components. Uh, oh, King's gonna come back, and all of you are gonna be lobotomized. Uh, how many cameras? What does this uh, surveillance like? Um. Hmm. Why don't you roll perception that for just uh like retroactively like while you're being taken through the asylum to scope to, ha- to have scoped it out. Cool. I love to. I love to scope. Great. Nice, uh, Cordelia. You know there are only uh, cameras in the public areas uh, because of uh, once again uh, patient confidentiality. They can't film people in like private areas. Everyone is entitled to certain privacy. So you. Uh, let's say with a crit, you'd know exactly how to move to go undetected. To go undetected if you get out of this room. Acid splash. It's only vocal and somatic. So can I acid splash the handle? Sure. I want to try and melt it. Yeah, if if it's only vocal or somatic, that means you only need your voice and your hands, and you can just spray poison out onto the door ha- handle and melt it off. Ha ha! I will just roll two d six damage on the door handle. Not necessary. You melt the door handle off. The door is open, and because you crit on your perception, you know how to get through the cameras to go where you want to go. Um, why don't you roll uh, investigation to move throughout the asylum? Uh, I rolled a nine. Yeah, that's not very good. I'd say that since you're pretty close to where they took Nifix and Blake, you can figure out where their doors are, but you also uh, can hear people struggling with Blake in his room. <laughs> okay, uh, so- I'll come back for him later. What What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sir, but you have you have uh, stated an intention to do a crime, which is uh, un- under sigil law. We actually have to detain you now. Wait, it's, what, what are you talking about? You said you were gonna kill. You said you were gonna kill an angel. No angle, kill an angle. I'm a journalist. <laughs> oh, decept- <laughs> Roll deception, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys have been throwing so many curveballs this episode. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, oh, no. That's a thirteen. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's good enough to keep them from uh, immediately taking you because it might be uh, a violation of your rights if if that was mm. a misunderstanding. So they stop trying to restrain you for the moment. Uh, Cordelia, you can uh, melt the lock off a of Nifix door, and you guys can join up together if you want now. Do it. I'm doing it. Uh, while while waiting to be potentially rescued, 
Have I been provided in my room with perhaps some craft materials or something? <laughs> Crayons. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Um, I'm trying to do another thing I've never done with Nifix, which is uh, I have an ability called Tinker. Yeah, that's a kind I, of the kind can... of gnome you are. Yeah, you actually I can... did. You built a fishing net in the fishing contest with yeah. Scarmiglion. Yeah, you're correct. I don't use it very often, though. I was wondering, do it. Did they give me any craft materials that I can potentially try and construct into a tiny little device of some kind? Yeah, sure. Uh, you'd roll with proficiency because you're proficient with uh, tools. So uh, if you want to roll uh, yep. to make something. That's, where's my proficiency, right? Uh, Eleven. All right. You can make an average item. What are you trying to make? Um, I'm trying to make something that I can use as a spellcasting focus in place of my missing games console. Yep, and so describe what it is, and I'll say it'll work for a bit before it is uh, destroyed by the, 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 like the overload of magic, because it wasn't made to be a focus. I, I feel like it's going to be the low-tech equivalent of uh, a gaming handheld, which is one of those like little tilt games that you play with the little ball bearings, where you sort of have to tilt them to get them into the, the little sort of depressed uh, holes in the, in the back of the board. You're just sort of tilting, you're essentially tilting ball bearings around, so. Yeah, it's the kind of game you find like a doctor's waiting office, which is why, yeah, it's here. Yeah, so Nifix is going to do her best to put one of those together that can be used to, when the ball bearings fit into place, do some magic. All right, you craft a temporary uh, spellcasting focus as Cordelia melts your door handle off and you have rejoined. Uh, you can uh, ditch Blake and go find the, the virtue, or you could try to rescue Blake from his situation. What would I roll to find extra lab coats and such to dress up like a doctor? Yeah, um, I don't have a... Sh- <laughs> sh- I mean, we're in a medical facility. Actually, I'm going to say medicine to know how you sh- how you're supposed to dress that you could actually do it because it might not. It's not just like, oh, I found some scrubs and now I'm going to be perfectly undercover. Eleven. All right, so I think you could uh, f- peek into a room and find enough stuff to cobble together something average, which means uh, it'll work at a distance but not close up. Okay, that's fine. All right, so you want to try to pull a, a fast one here to save Blake. Uh, I go down to end of hallway, go, oh no, doctors, come help me, patient escape. Uh, they run out, you save Blake, I slither between their legs, we kill Angel. I am up for this. The only alternative solution I had was I, I do thunderclap, make a loud noise, they go running for it, and then you can go in the room and they won't see you close up because they'll be elsewhere. Oh, I like that better. That doesn't put me in the line of fire, so, I mean... Lovely. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> Nifix is gonna try and get far enough away to make a thunderclap that that just sounds like something has fallen over and needs dealing with right now. Um, and then I will acid the door handle... Yep, this sounds like a pretty solid plan. So Nifix, you use Thunderclap to create an explosion uh, down the hallway to draw attention. Uh, pe- and then get away very quick so I'm not seen out of my room. Yeah, the orderlies g- leave Blake's room to go check on that disturbance. Uh, Cordelia melts the handle off, and Blake, you're free. Oh. Oh. Okay. I mean, I was going to maybe try and get free run of the place, but sure, what the hell? This works too. <laughs> I mean, when it's free run of the place, there's no cameras back here. Fair enough. 
Cordelia is dressed as a doctor and she knows where the cameras are. She's on like several steps ahead of the game right now. All right. Well, then lead the way to our angel. Uh, why don't the group make survival checks to find this person? Track them. Eight. Nine. Twenty. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so Nifix did crush it, but the group fails. So uh, you're going to wander these hallways trying to look for this virtue. And you turn one corner and you see uh, some people who are, you know, coming to check out the thunderclap. And so they've cut you off and you're going to have to confront them in some way. Uh, think about how you're going to get out of this when we cut back to King. Yep, King, you're pulled into the Astral Sea. If it isn't water, it, it feels kind of like water, but you can breathe it. You're not you're not drowning, even though this stuff is like it feels like a wetness on your skin and it can be sailed through, Cato said. So it acts a lot like water, but you're not drowning. You're not in danger, but you're pulled. Oh, turns out maybe I'm part alligator after all. <laughs> and you're pulled deeper and deeper under the water and you can feel the presence of something around you but you can't see it hello hello king hi who are you i'm the one you call Babel. hi Babel. you're talking yes most of the other ones we meet don't talk we're all concentrating very hard on this moment in time, when we're all separate, doing our own thing. It's hard to concentrate on any one conversation. You mostly only get snatches of subconscious and unconscious thought, like neurons firing in a brain. Uh, I don't really get it, but it all sounds like you're working really, really hard. We really are. What are you trying to do? Well, that's a long story, King. Are you sure you're interested? Yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you guys since the first time I saw you. Oh yes, in heaven. I remember you. Yeah, I wanted to fight because you seemed like you'd be fun to fight. But now I'm kind of just curious about what you're all about. It's funny. In a way, you are almost another one of my parents. You cut me free from the red slod. So I'm your daddy? <laughs> In a way. Oh, I'm a dad. Extra dad. Uh, you actually feel like arms around you. Uh, are they gentle arms or violent arms? Closer to gentle. Yeah. Okay. It's an embrace. I will embrace with a loving fatherly hug of my own. So, uh, King, now that this thing is, now that Babel has embraced you, I think you get a better look at him. Uh, it's it's a slot, it's a toad, but with the same skin tone as the Astral Sea, like black with stars across his skin. Uh, he is perfectly blends in with the water around him. Uh, you would never in a million years be able to spot him. But now that he's literally holding you, uh, it's you can see him. And as you're embraced here... Um, he says, what do you want to know? Well, I want to know what you guys are trying to do, because I have a mission to kill all of you guys, but I don't know. I've been starting to rethink killing everybody I'm told to, and you guys seem fun. That's a, quite a compliment coming from you. I'd like to be fun, but I also understand why you would need to kill us. We did kill many people, several dozen 
Harmonium members recently. The The cops. Oh. Well, that's not good. It's not ideal, but it was necessary. Why? Where to start, King? Do you... Do you know what chaos is? Uh, kind of like when somebody flips a coin, but then you punch them in the face. <laughs> that is a, a good example of chaos in the colloquial sense. Chaos isn't quite that, though. When most people say chaos, they mean randomness, uh, unpredictability. But that's a metaphorical use. For example, if someone says, this is hellish. They don't mean it's like hell. They mean it's bad. If someone says something is heavenly, they mean it's good. They don't mean it's like heaven the place. And when someone says something's chaotic, they don't really mean chaos. They mean it in a metaphorical sense. They mean randomness and unpredictability. Chaos is the beginning of the universe. Does that make sense? Sure. Like when everything exploded? Exactly. The Big Bang. Before that, all that existed was chaos. That's the true meaning of the word. The only thing that existed at the beginning of time. So, if you guys are made of chaos, were you around then? In a sense. But we have changed a lot. And that is why we are doing this. What are you trying to do? We're trying to get back... To the way we used to be, when we weren't trapped in this comical toad form, the jesters of the universe being just random and not truly chaotic. I don't think it looks jesterish. I think you look cool. Your skin's shiny like a star map. Thank you, King. However, it's not just the aesthetics. It's a... We've been cursed to be like this, to look like this, to act like this. It wasn't always this way. Like I said, at the beginning of time, there was only chaos. And then, little by little, law and order have been added. And it's taken away from us. It's changed us. Order is the end of time. So if you want to go back to the way everything was before, wouldn't everything go away? Not away, no. Everything would be once again full of potential, new and exciting. What is actual chaos and not the metaphorical chaos? So it would be like stop signs and clouds and like raining potatoes? (laughs) That does sound delightful. Yeah, it does. I'm kind of hungry now, too. No, King. Yeah, I think he like, actually hugs you at this point and says, It means a lot for you to hear me out. Most people don't listen to us. Of course. If I'm your dad, I'm always here to listen. But you're still going to have to kill us. Why? Because we're not going to stop. But you said everything wouldn't go away. Why can't we just go back to whatever you want and everything else stays the same? Because the rest of the world won't accept that. They like us the way we are. That's tough noogies for everyone else. I didn't think Babel was going (laughs) to 
<laughs> gonna turn King to his side. This is an interesting development. Oh, we're fucked. I, he, I, I, I don't know if this is a fair observation. I think King very much empathizes with every person. Whoever last told him an empathetic story is the person he currently empathizes with. Ronald Reagan did that too. And I don't think that's necessarily a fault. I, I think it's beautiful <laughs> King... Uh, uh, sorry, talking about King. I, right, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think King's level of empathy to people who, you know, are honest with him is a beautiful thing. But I don't necessarily... I, he's very much, this person is sincere right now. I will... That Theirs is the, now the direction. Why don't we talk it out with my boss? Maybe he'll have some good ideas. He's really smart. Babel says, I have listened in on Cato for quite a while. I know how he thinks and what he wants. He would never allow the drastic change that we require. But what if we talk to him? I wish everyone was as empathetic as you are, King, but that's not how the world works. Most people make their mind up and they just don't change it, no matter how you explain it to them. Well, they're stupid and wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like an awful lot if you tried to explain it to them and change their mind. But I won't hold it against you if it doesn't work. I understand it's hard. Okay. Do you have any reading material that I can bring back to them? Because I'm going to forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, King, I don't. All I have is the oh. All I have is the history. Well, can you write some of it down on my hand then so I don't forget? <laughs> Do they make pens that work under the astral sea? I think Babel just hugs you tighter and maybe like uh, projects some more exposition into your mind if you need it and then just lets you go and it floats down into the sea. Bye, son. Aww. I love you. Oh. God damn it. Stop making the best characters, Chris. <laughs> You're too good. King, you surface in Kato's office and he's like frantically running around on the beach like 20 feet uh, further up and just like, King, King, can you hear me? Oh, oh Lord. Oh, geez. Oh, beans. Oh, King. <laughs> Did you somebody say something about beans? Oh my god, King, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great, I met my son! Oh no, he's got a head injury. <laughs> we're gonna need a- we're gonna need a medic. Can I get a medic in here? No, this time I didn't bonk my head. I found the slotty who I cut apart and made a separate person, so he's kinda like my son. Oh dear, well, come down to my newly broken desk, thank you by the way, and why don't you explain it all to me? Okay. Oh, wait, here. You can have your fishing pole back. You're just going to slam it into the spot it wasn't on the desk, uh, ignorant to whether or not it even stays in one piece when he does that. Yeah, no, you've broken it worse now. Thank you. Uh, all right, asylum team. You turned a corner. There are hospital personnel. What do you do? Did you hear that noise down the hall? Yes, that's where we're on the way to check right now. Who are you? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hi, my name is, uh, my name is Blake, uh, but uh, no, I, we were just, uh, coming in to do, uh, a story on the facility here. Uh, uh, this is my photographer, and, uh, 
this uh, this person dressed in the doctor's uniform is showing us around. We heard this noise. <laughs> I'm medical student. Roll deception, you goof. Twenty. All right, fine. <laughs> you <laughs> bastards. Uh, all right, Blake Smooth talks his way out of this, and the doctors uh, let you go, and you can you can continue uh, searching for the virtue in here. Now you have a cover story. You're a journalist, a photographer, and a med student, I guess. <laughs> yep. Oh yes. Uh, maybe I do my residency here. Who knows. <sighs> Uh, so you have overcome the consequence for failure, and so you eventually do find a door marked, uh, Dr. Chastity. Wow, so they just, just, it's just on the door. Could just do, okay. Um, is it, is it worth us retrieving our weapons before we go in there? Uh... Just knock on door and see what happens? I mean, I'm not going to be much help in a fight without some form of spellcasting focus. I'm I'm up for plan, go get your coin if that's what you think is the best plan. I can do some magic on the way there. And I know Cordelia can stab a bitch. That's not what I'm worried about. With what? That is a fair point. I mean... You're creative. Maybe find something in the room. I don't know, but... Maybe I pull out somebody's collarbone. You never know. Uh, pot- mm. Potential plan for very garbage... Is there a bone room? Uh, I can do spells again now. Could I polymorph myself into one of the... To look like one of the room guards in a convincing way and then go... Hey, I'm taking over the shift guarding the the room with the confiscated items. Hmm. Uh, roll investigation to find, like, um, a supply closet. Maybe we'll just grab some scalpels. What kind of asylum do you think has scalpels, Lauren? You never know when you need a Austin, scalpel. Austin, you mentioned lobotomies more than once. You did! You said the word lobotomy. I'm almost certain I edited that out as being in poor taste. <laughs> no, he said lobotomy, everybody. You don't let him hide it. I think you should be allowed to hide it, but I think this justifies our thought. I, I think you guys can find, like, melee weapons in a storage closet, just like a mop and a, a dustpan or something. Those are, like, D4 uh, like blunt weapons. That's not a problem. You don't even need to roll for that. Yeah, but are we going to take down a virtue with a mop? I mean... <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. Our plan is to kill this thing, right? Yep. If you can help me formulate a plan, maybe it is conduit of challenge time. Well, I mean, without knowing what's there, I mean, what we had to work with, other than trying to go find her tools, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to knock on the door. Cordelia, you knock on the door, and you hear some rustling inside, and after like a couple seconds, uh, you hear the door unlock and open, and an angel, uh, made out of light, but much dimmer than the virtues you've met before, uh, seemingly out of, like, you know, respect to people with flesh eyeballs, uh, but dressed in uh, the proper uniform of the gatehouse, answers the door and says, Hello, Dr. Chastity, how can I help you? 
we are journalists and a medical student. Uh, we are here on assignment to interview you. Oh, I didn't hear anything about this. Did you clear this with uh, the HR? Yeah, it was last minute. We had some strings got pulled. Oh, yeah. Faction politics. I know how it is. All right, come in. Come in, the photographer and writer. Mm-hmm. Can I get you anything? Drinks? Uh, scalpels? <laughs> <laughs> I knew there would be scalpels in here. That's just a little medical industry joke. I'm kind of the funny one in the asylum. Really? With a name like Chastity? Well, it's not really a given name. It's kind of a species thing. I don't know if you're familiar with the virtues. I'm you... not. Please go into the detail. It's fascinating. Well, I'm back before the gods died, there were seven immortal virtues. Uh, diligence, patience, uh, chastity, temperance, uh, kindness, humility, and charity. Uh, and then once the gods died and immortality went away, uh, the seven individuals would eventually die from old age and then kind of uh, reincarnate uh, with the same uh, conduits instead of uh, personalities. So I'm, I'm like, the you know, the latest in a long line of chastities, conduit of chastity, of course. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm more complex than that, you know. Oh, that is fascinating. Uh, how does that conduit manifest? Oh, it's, uh, well, a, a lot of not fucking, really. Oh, you just don't fuck? Oh, not anymore. I had a rebellious phase, you know, when you don't want to... <laughs> don't we all? We don't want to conform to the expectations. So, like, uh, the, how did you find your way into being doctor? Uh, well, you know, after that rebellious period, I tried to figure out what I want with my life. You know, I, my siblings and us all had a different way of adjusting to the expectations of being a virtue. Oh, my God. My brother, Patience, just absolutely a madman in college. You uh, you wouldn't believe the stunts he used to pull. Uh, and then he went and became, a, you know, I think he's an actuary now. But, you know, <laughs> we all well, find even knows what an actuary is. Not me. Not me. But um, he did, of course, have the, the natural patience for it. But, you know, that's not the only characteristic he has. We're all people. Uh, and, you know, I bet the actual journalist might have some questions, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm very curious about what specifically you, you're treating here at the asylum. Oh, I mean... Sorry to be the most obvious doctor of all time, but sex addiction. Mm, mm-hmm. So you specifically focus on people who suffer from sex addiction. Is that a, a major problem in Sigil? Yeah, fairly. It, it afflicts, you know, a couple percentile of people. Uh, it's, it's an affliction that uh, is a butt of a lot of jokes. You know, it's, it seems like a funny thing to be addicted to, but it can really affect a person's life when they uh, mm -hmm. can't prioritize properly. So, you know, people need to be looked after and I have a predisposition to that uh, to that calling. So I try to share my gift with people and uh, we see a lot of good results here at the gatehouse. And so what is then your your treatment typically with a, a patient who's suffering from sex addiction? Well, often sex addiction comes from kind of a psychological need to fulfill. People who don't have fulfilling 
relationships with their family and like meaningful connections and try to fill that hole with physical intimacy. Um, is this what you're writing about? Is it specifically a sex addiction kind of story or is it about like the gatehouse more generally? Yeah, it's more, ge- it's, it's more about the various services that the gatehouse provides. I was, uh, it, this is part of a larger feature that's being worked on at the magazine. We're just one portion of it and you know, sent here uh, really blindly. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's good. That's a lot. We do a lot of good work here, a lot of different departments. You know, the, the bleak cabal is in charge of most mental health services in Sigil, and so we kind of have to cover all our bases. So I'm, I'm happy to speak to my area of expertise, but I can give you the names of other people here, specialists, if you want to get a bigger picture. I mean, that, uh, yeah, that'd be very interesting, uh, certainly. But but tell me, tell me more about your treatment approach. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Chastity could go on at length about this if you wanted to fake this interview for a while. Hmm. I'm trying to avoid the urge to do some things that would probably be very stupid to try against an angel, such as options we have before open fire on this thing and or to get more information on... Actually, can I do, like, insight to get a sense of what... What what they desire, what would be something that I could tempt them into a challenge with? Sure. 23. That's so good. Yeah, um, so I think just like watching this person's demeanor while they're talking, they seem like a genuinely enthusiastic, um, kind professional, and that uh, you... The way your challenge works is that you have to set up a challenge and then a reward, and then when you beat them, you get the reward. But it seems like with this person's demeanor, you could just ask them if you have something that you want from them instead of uh, forcing them into some kind of magically binding game. If, if, uh, how you say, there are some people who are being hunted by some virtues... What would you... How would that work? I heard that might have happened at the race. Ooh, crazy. Oh, I didn't catch the race, but are are you referring to the uh, assassination of the Metatron? I did hear about that, yeah. Oh, what? What what happened? Who got assassinated? Apparently, I think some Aethar uh, assassins killed the last Metatron. Uh, Gosh, I can't remember his name. He was the the mummy guy. Um, Yeah, I mean... My family was pretty peeved about that, but it's mostly a projection thing, you know? Yeah, I, I hear there's a new guy coming in, Greer. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be pretty good. He saved, like, a bunch of galaxies on the Prime material or something. Uh, yeah. So then shouldn't those other virtues chill? Pardon my French. Uh, chill the fuck out? <laughs> that, that is a pretty French way of putting it. Um, like I said, it's mostly a projection thing. I don't think they actually liked or approved of the Metatron, but it's a thing they have to, they feel like they have to live up to, um, society's expectations. Like I said, you know, we all went through a rebellious phase. Uh, Temperance was a problem drinker for many years. And, you know, so once that rebellious phase is over, then we could kind of settle back into a more, uh, settled life, uh, a more responsible life. And you feel like there's certain things you have to do because that's what's expected of you. Just, just as a reminder, a list of what all of their uh, their rebellious faces were for just information we could have. <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't want to embarrass my siblings. I only said that because that's public knowledge because of the drunken disorderly charge. But um, you know, we all have our own problems. I mean, have you considered uh, just spitballing here as a student who is interested in the medical field? 
uh, maybe your family could, uh, the, you know, benefit from some group therapy, so you don't feel the need to, uh, follow through with these acts they don't actually care about. You know what I mean? And maybe it's healthier if they start living for themselves. Yeah, I think probably most of them could get over it. And kindness, of course, has quite a well of understanding inside of him. Um... Temperance, of course, incredible self-control, but I don't think diligence and patience are going to let it go. I mean, patience can wait forever to settle a grudge and diligence goes after whatever they set their mind to. So that is what their name is. Yes. You you couldn't convince them to be chaste about their desire for revenge. <laughs> I, I do enjoy your, your use of the, the language there. Um, photographer, was it? Uh, yes, photographer. Sorry, I realize my job is not to chime in with uh, questions. I just... We are a progressive uh, school. We love when our photographers talk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this is all, all very interesting. But it sounds like, you know, you, you troubled family life. You've come out of it really well adjusted. I want to get back to talking about your treatment plan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Is there something I can help you specifically with, Mr. Journalist? I mean, let's say you have a roommate who's just, like, incredibly <laughs> horny. I feel like people <laughs> really uh, overestimate your roommate's horniness. Maybe your roommate just likes intimacy. You know, I mean, it's just like, you can't sleep at night because it's every single night. No, it's not. You know my girlfriend lives in... anyways uh don't listen to him he is not a student he couldn't get into medical school he's very sensitive about it though don't don't say anything yeah but you're right you know i'm sorry it's unprofessional i should probably just refer my roommate to you right (laughs) yeah that would be that would be wonderful yeah okay all right um oh but you didn't answer my question what was your question uh, uh, what's up, uh, virtues? How do you calm them down? Can you, like, give them weed or, like, a <laughs> some chamomile tea? Like I said, I think probably, uh, temperance and, uh, kindness could come around if, if I talk to them, but I don't really have a reason to. What if I said, would you please talk to them? Why would I do that? Because... It would make me very happy. Nipix, Nipix is going to use the conduit of challenge. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Nipix is going to uh, going to offer an exchange where we get the reward of chastity, going and talking to those other two virtues about you know maybe not coming to 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 kill those those people they were going to kill for killing the Metatron. Mm-hmm. What would chastity like if they win? Uh, well, uh, we're doing a lot of great work here at the Gatehouse Asylum, so I think a sizable donation would uh, be a good... Well, what's the challenge, exactly? I'm trying to think what's a good challenge for someone who is chaste, and that's their defining characteristic. Um... <laughs> I challenge you not to fuck me. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> is it bad that my first thought was fuck competition? Because that is something I know I could win. 
fuck Blake. <laughs> the most boring person ever. Uh, I I don't think I don't think that chastity would agree as well. Um, no, but that's very that's funny. That's the it's joke. A, it's a, yes, it's, it's a funny it's, thing mm, to say. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'd say this is a pretty low key situation, so we don't need to exactly like you know bl- kick the door open and start throwing down in the hallway. This seems like a, a pretty uh, like a chill. It's like it's basically a con you're pulling, a grift. Let's go for, uh, Nifix is going to ask to have her games consoles brought back from the, uh, the confiscated items room. So they I mean, that's going to give, that's going to, that's going to blow up your story. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> thank you, Austin. Um, I mean, yeah, I probably should let you hang yourself, but no, I think this is a much more low key. Like, all right, good interview. Uh, uh, before we leave, do you want to uh, do a quick like Hangman? What about Hangman? That's a game. That's not on a digital thing. Ch- let's get let's let's go chess. Just just a good old game of chess. Okay. Okay. What's the in-universe explanation for the photographer whipping out a chess set? Oh, I guess to get a picture. <laughs> I, I I'll point this out. The cam- the photographer doesn't have a camera, so I think logic of what the uh, photographer does and does not have uh, is out the window. I was assuming maybe that maybe that this uh, this angel has something like a chess set or something in their office. I don't know. Do they do they have anything? We call her the photographer because she has a photographic memory. She doesn't actually take any <laughs> pictures. <laughs> You you love blowing your own cover. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Is there perhaps a chess set or something in the this doctor's office? Perhaps. Yeah. So you say. Uh, so we need to get some photos for the for the story. Uh, why don't we set up some where you look smart playing chess, and then you say, "Oh, for fun, wouldn't it be fun if we played chess? Uh, if you beat me, uh, uh, I'll make a sizable donation to the asylum, and if yeah. I beat you, uh, for funsies, why don't you talk to your siblings about the, their revenge mission? Just have a family meeting. I think that maybe just chill them out a bit on the whole revenge thing, because it would be good for the story, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so chess. How are we going to simulate this, huh? Oh, um, it wouldn't by any chance be persuasion or intimidation, no. <laughs> I, I, stay tuned to next episode when me and Laura play chess for for an hour on a podcast. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's a bonus episode. We'll just go. We'll do a little uh, video of a chess match. <laughs> um, I feel like intelligence, right? Probably. Uh, He's what? a doctor. Yeah. I think maybe this will this will require some cheating. Probably. But you want to roll? Uh, yeah. Let's let's roll. Oh no! Eight. Uh, Nifix, that you eighteen. Oh my god! What are the chances of that? My my bonus is t- almost twice yours. <laughs> uh, All right. I mean, that's that's just dice sometimes, huh? That is just how dice be sometimes. Um. So so Nifix is is gonna just casually go. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm good at games. Oh, so this is just pure gamer skill. Are you are you like on that chess three, the sequel to chess two? 
Nifix has has had many, many a day spent in a boring class at school on the school computers where the only thing resembling a game is chess. Yeah, so uh, Nifix, you beat uh, Chastity, and they say, uh, I I agree, it would make a good uh, ending for the story if uh, my my family, the human interest angle in the story, kind of tied in at the end and they uh, worked through some stuff, so... uh, Temperance and kindness will probably not be an issue for those assassins anymore. See, you're putting good out into the world. You know, healing everybody just a little bit. Healing healing your patients and healing your family. What a story. Wow. Well, I think I have everything I need. Uh, we, uh... Yep, yep, yep. You've been uh, a wonderful inspiration. Thank you. And uh, we'll make sure to to have our office get in touch. We'll send you a copy. Thank you so much. It was wonderful to meet you. Uh, as we're as we're leaving the room, um, Nifix is just going to quietly mun- mutter, "Didn't even get to do any fucking video games. or get to throw a cool ring over a god or anything. Uh, stupid conduit." <laughs> okay, <laughs> being grumpy. <laughs> She's doing a grumpus. <laughs> King, you just finished explaining uh, what you experienced uh, in the the Astral Sea to Kato. He sits quietly for, for a while and then says, So what you're saying is, you think the frog is your son. <laughs> well, yeah, in a way, right? King, you have dismembered quite a number of people and none of them are your children. <laughs> that does not make you a relation. Yeah, but someone grew out of what I cut. You said to me that Babel told you that they are the conduit of primordium, so they're growing all over the place all the time. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, but that one specifically. King, I think I know you well enough to know you will not be dissuaded from these emotions, and in a way, they're kind of the most charming part about you, so congratulations on your personality, but... I really hope this is not going to complicate the mission. These this this babble killed a lot of a lot of people and they're still going to do something terrible with life itself. Something so bad that they don't think anyone's going to change their mind. So but would it be so bad if everything went back for them so that people stopped thinking they're a joke? Do you know what the slod were before they were cursed to their current form? They were the beginning. I wrote that part down on some part of my body. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about chaos, the primordial chaos at the beginning of time. So, yeah, the first thing that ever existed was chaos, and then the titans, then the gods, and then people. That is the, the order of operations there. But the slot specifically, the beings made of chaos, they were a different creature called proteans. Do you know what a protean is? Yeah, I have a big protein shake every morning. Every time with you, King. It's just, it just never ends. Austin's putting a picture of a protein in the roll 20. That looks cool. Oh. That looks like something I would collect in the video game. 
because uh, Slot are owned by Wizards of the Coast, uh, the the game that grew out of Dungeons and Dragons called Pathfinder, uh, it, it, they imported ninety nine percent of things from D anD D, but a couple of things they couldn't because they're owned by Watsy, which included like Mind Flayers and Beholders and Slot. So they all those things got replaced. Pathfinder's version of the Slot are called Proteans. I just put one in the chat. They're essentially kind of like what if uh, centipedes were also dragons. Pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. If I was 12 years old, I'd want to be best friends with this. If if you say centipede mixed with a dragon, that that combination doesn't sound cool in my head. But this image you've put in the roll 20 is the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. It's extremely cool. They they're like long serpentine dragon. They only have front legs, but they're bristling with spines, and they have incredible, uh, just hateful teeth, like great white teeth. Uh, situation going on uh this is because and kudos to the pathfinder team but because chaos in all religions basically is associated with serpents uh pretty much every world religion begins with a serpent of chaos that is defeated by the forces of good there's leviathan in the abrahamic religions there's uh, orochi from japanese mythology there's tiamat uh, there is uh, Typhon. There's uh, pretty much every religion that's ever existed has a serpent of chaos at the beginning of time that is then defeated to make the modern world. And that is the case here. There were the, the these chaos serpents, the Proteans. Uh, but instead of being defeated, uh, the god of law, Primus, uh, used something called the spawning stone to curse the slods to basically be cartoonish, ra- also random toads who really aren't a threat to anyone. And Babel wants to reverse that. Well, what could we do to help them? Uh, Cato says, nothing, King. If they succeed, they're going to unleash a, a tide, a flood of voracious, unstoppable serpents of chaos onto the plains and introduce anarchy, the lacks of which civilization has not seen in eons. You can stop them or you could let them do it, which is unacceptable. Uh, I want to do an insight roll to see, do I believe that lines up with what Babel was telling me? Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. Yeah, a Babel told you that the thing they're doing is is problematic. They recognize that. They've had to kill people. They know it's bad, but they're doing it anyway. It's a morally compromised thing, but in order to basically undo this thing that's been done to his people, he's willing to kill people and create chaos. So King's going to get kind of really quiet for a bit. And you can see that he's thinking really hard. And then he's just going to punch the table really hard and say, so you're saying there's nothing we can do. Yes, King, there is something you can do. Your job, the one I hired you for. Stop this madness. I don't want to. And what's the alternative? You're just going to let bad things happen? and just stick your head in the sand? I don't know. There are people in the world who have power, and there are people in the world who do not. And if you do not side with the people who are powerless, you by default side with the people who are powerful. There is no neutrality. But he's my son. Then maybe you should be the one to put him down.
Oh my god, guess what? What? It's November. What's that mean? That means it's time to do the credits again. And also, in America, we sometimes eat turkey, sometimes ham. They did that in Canada already. Johnny gets two Thanksgivings. Wow, must be nice. <laughs> Are you jealous? I want two feasts. I think as an adult, you can pretty much have turkey whenever you want. Yeah, but I like it when I don't have to pay for it, and there's a lot of food just given to me because I'm a poor. You like the state-sanctioned turkey, only when the government <laughs> lets you have it. I just want free turkey. Okay, that's what they say. <laughs> Other people's turkey. OPT. Opt. That's a Magic the Gathering card. Oh my god. I I can't. I, uh, there's something broken in my brain. I literally can't not say stuff like that. Dog, are you okay? No, tell me about the executive producers for November 2019. Uh, Joseph Tombrello. Extellaris. Jade should probably plug Shaq Fuck. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> she would like that. Shaq Funk someday. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Devin, conduit of evolution. Speaking of Eevees, there's not a new Eevee for the, the Sword and Shield. Is that a spoiler? Um I think you're forgetting Big Eevee. Oh yeah. Uh, gigantic. So big. Gigantamax Eevee is pretty good. Evelician. Long mouth, long mouth. Okay, sorry, Evelician. John Madera, conduit of caramel lattes. Oh, you can't say that in front of Austin. <laughs> he loves caffeine and caramel. I do. The cult of Gorfanax. Rob Dakin, conduit of delay. Emily, conduit of small school children asking why your torso is so big. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Mullen. Alice in the Purple, conduit of late to the Farscape party itself. I heard Farscape's good. Christman, conduit of starting racist MAGA rants at dinner. Did Is that your family members? I hope it's not you doing that. Leave that one hanging for you. Thank you. Toshira Kuru, <laughs> conduit of forgetting both my password and birthday and hoping I uh, presumably had more space to go. Listen, Mercury is in retrograde, so everything you do is totally not your fault. Andrew Groffin. I, I also left you hanging. I, I apologize. I had nothing funny to say about astrology that wasn't also maybe insulting. Andrew Grothin. Yeah, you hate me. I already said Andrew Grothin. Dr. Goatman. Oh, you're Goatman. Francois V. I'm losing it, folks. Hedron Master. Lord General Bonesshitter. <laughs> Lauren's just doing the rest of them. I'm going to go take a nap. Nef Nephis Dissidia, a lonely gay sheep. Oh, no. Random conduit of would you like a hug? Spooky Jamie doesn't know what costume to wear. None, because you're late, Jamie. Vinny, conduit of boo jobs. Z23619, Kevin Dobbins. Anthony, Patreon Adora, Morgan Rapp, Haley Anderson, Stefan Latour, Austin's a little bitch. That doesn't say that. <laughs> I was wondering. Tis I, Zedster. She started talking over me and then I saw so I just gave up. 69 Spoopy 420 Sean by Lauren's Ludes. Oh no. A Bozog blew me a triple X parody. 
A goose stole my name. Breaking the lake. Breaking the lake. A montage of goth niffics staring out into the rain. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. If if the werewolf destroys the Chinese menu, does that mean all the other Chinese menus die too? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Is, how is this your thing? Because <laughs> it bothers you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is basically how you conduct your life. How can I make Austin as uncomfortable as possible at every given moment? It's not on purpose. I'm just like this. <laughs> I can't believe how long it took you to realize what I was doing. <laughs> I was expecting the, oh my God, much earlier than that. Aaron Norgard. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Aftershock feature chapter head of the Satanic Temple, Nebraska. Agent Hedgepiggle. Aki Savalinen. Albert West. Aaliyah. An otter eating a jack-o'-lantern. Anakin Beefstroker. See, I, I do want to make a joke about that, but that's just that person's name. <laughs> that would be so mean. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Fedgy, conduit of turduckins. Ooh, I never had one of those. Oh, 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 oh. You know who's having a turduckin this year? You, I presume? Yeah, my dad was like, I'll spring for a turduckin. I was like, okay. Andy Harkins. Anna! Anna, conduit of procrastination. Antonio, conduit of snacks. Arachnavolt, worshiper of the Spider Queen and conduit of Halloween B-Day NRG. Energy? I think it's like RNG, random number generator, but they goofed it up or maybe did a little, a little silly on us. No, birthday energy. <laughs> Anyways, Archduke Archibald. Yeah. Archduke Archibald, the huggable cactus. Ariadne, spinning up a new display name. That's clever. Arjun de Koenig. Ash spent $120 on Lauren's titty. Yeah. Austin Korksky, conduit of best boy itself. Austin, more Skeksis voice. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Valve Master. Becky Toothill, property of Janiac. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny. Slimy nips. How'd they get so slimy? Big time Getty Lee, <laughs> member of Big Time Rush. Blackstone Morgan. Blue Six. Boness. Brady, conduit of spooky, scary skeletons. Butt nutton, <laughs> nut button. Callum, muscles, stop trying to steal my name. Turner. Cameron Abbas. Candace, listen to Dice Funk, Starling. Caradwen, conduit of crushing on Austin in a respectful, non-horny way. Chance, conduit of wasted potential. Charlie, Radis X Slot Machina, Chocolate. Chastity Jeans. I thought it said <laughs> Chastity Jesus for a second, and I was like, y'all think Jesus fucked? Are, are those Jinkos Chastity Jeans? No, there's too much room in the Jinkos. You can get in there real easy. Okay. Chloe the dog, borking at evil light on ceiling. Bork! bork! You really wanted to bork. I did. 
Christ. I keep, whoa. You got some Jesus on the brain today. I watched an episode of a thing that had Mormons in it. Mm. It was fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris, conduit of bad decisions, walling. Christopher Charlotte. Coho Blass. Colton King. Cordelia, the tube with the tude. She certainly does have that. Corim has been supporting people on Patreon for for a full year now. Yay! 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 Cormac the Knife, Conduit of Knives. That's a good one. Cosmignon, Conduit of Stardust, Ink Master General. Hello. Hi. Counterfist! Sierra Saldana, Prophet of RN Jesus. Q, spooky. Humber. We're not doing spooky anymore. We're thankful now. We're spooky 24 7. What if you, you just be thankful for being spooky? Okay. Dandy Dan- Snuff. I was going to steal it from you. You love to steal. Daniel Marsden, conduit of unnecessary consonants. Daria, go freaking right. Dawning Frost. Deathworm Jim, conduit of goblins. Decibel. Declan Sands. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Did you know there was a Final Fantasy trading card game? I feel like there are probably several. Dinosaurs are giant birds with teeth. DM Tao. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Don Johnston. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Doctor 101. Doctor Izix. Dragon Nexus, Conduit of Taking Too Long to Support You. It's never too late. Do it now. Subliminal messages. Backmasking. Dylan and Rylan and or Dylan and Rylan. And or Dylan and Rylan and or Dylan and Rylan. Oh, it's been a thousand years. <laughs> the dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning. Also dishes. Dylan, conduit of sorry for the panties. <laughs> I don't. He friend, beef boy supreme with extra cream. <laughs> RJ. Ecorin. Elder Dog. Elderly Goose, busy summoning the untitled goose to disrupt lives. Rake in the lake. Rake in the lake. Eleanor Nanate sees Periton, horned vampire lady with depression. Aline. I'm going to need another one on that. There's some uh, punctuation you missed. Aline. Oh, damn. Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma, if Moose is a psyop, I've been deceived. Empress Quinn, catch me in sigil smoking big doinks and trading souls. <laughs> I like the word doinks. <laughs> I do too. Indigo Vendane. Arwen Lilagadek. Florian H. Fubar, conduit of metasyntactic variables. That's some math shit. I hate math and you know it. Francois Arsenal. Frank Sands. Ginger beers. Grapefruit juice. Graffiti, conduit of rhetorical consequences. Guinevere Cummings. Afthor Grunderson, first of his name, born of fire and brimstone, redit. Harley Astor. You're screaming. <laughs> Is this not what you wanted? Harrison Andrew, I don't know, just like a normal voice? Do I have such a thing? Apparently not. So- Harry, hoping to see that punch monk again. He's a good Brent for buying Lauren's picks and vids, dogs. I, I don't know how it's so hard to say. Horny for drama. They really are. How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. Ingemar Grimon. 
Is this a Dice Funk of Horse crossover episode? Isaac, conduit of Tux the Penguin. Are you a fan of Tux? I am. <laughs> Is it all right to feel like a fat child in a push chair? <laughs> Is a push chair name for a wheelchair? I don't know. I learned recently that recess is not a word that's used in England. That was weird. Huh. It's your boy, H.P. Lovecraft, back with the fish people. Damn, he's back at it again with his cat. There's a name I can't say out loud. Yeah, it's not good. Jaden. James Neely. Janiac, the spoop miss dom, is ready to spank some pumpkins. Jasper for goth clowns only. J. Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jermaine Walls, conduit of cryptid grappling. Jess Fejay, conduit of veggies. Joanna the Wrenchwitch. John Carey. John Potts. John Barnett, conduit of pillows. John, conduit of subpar joke names. Josie, vengeance paladin on hiatus to ship out of fuels and help. Oh, no. <laughs> this is really developing into quite a story. Jew man Jack the Ripper was a punk ass incel. Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of getting them good, good antidepressants. It says drapescence, which I, I'm not trying to make fun, <laughs> but I, I am enjoying that word. Mood. It's like some kind of like cool peasants, the drapescence. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of holiday-themed regret. Yeah. The word conduit has lost all meaning. I've seen it so many times. Keep her low. <laughs> Kelladry is thankful that her spirit is bound to the awe-inspiring Mitzi. Who's Mitzi? I feel like it's their partner, but it also could be a good cat. Or a dog. Mitzi feels more like a cat, but really, I'm not... Really, I feel like it'd be a fancy dog who's like a cute little I'm collar. not against Mitzi the dog, but... Keller Automat! Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Ken Teroy. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kaniku fan. Kitty... F <laughs> Kitty Foe, warm breathing burrito inside your pocket. Why is the burrito... One, why is it in my pocket? Two, why is it breathing? No one knows. Christina, conduit of collectivist godhood. Godhood? Godhood? Godhood. Godhood itself. <laughs> it feels like we're roasting the typos this month, but they're all really good somehow. <laughs> they make me so happy. Kyle Badsvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. Lady Leoplurodon is a Jurassic animal. Austin misfit. I knew it was wrong when I said it. I just didn't know what the right one was. You know, you're going to take a swing. It's Jurassic, Cretaceous, or Triassic, and you're going to be wrong two-thirds of the time. Lana Seawolf. Lady of Bones. Larry Yellingman. Lars. Oners. Honors? Hey, Lars. How do you say that? <laughs> Lauren's mom's grown duck conduit of eating bread. Also pecks the dog and then has to go to duck jail. I'm of the opinion that ducks can't peck because their bills aren't pointed. You can only peck with a beak. With a bill, you just bat. The, the dog disagrees. Well, the dogs are adorable. Lavy the ghoulie gub. Let Cordelia vor, you coward. Yes. I feel like uh, that that wish is going to be granted uh, by the time you hear the second episode with these credits. <laughs> uh, Liam Sutton, conduit of headaches. Loopy elephant. Lauren Cates, gone for Halloween at 17 pounds of Bozog 
Bozog kicks in a 10-pound bag. You have to let us know how that went. Did you kick anyone? Are you? Have you been arrested? Is that why you didn't change your name for Thanksgiving? Damn. <laughs> Luther, the conduit of Connors that keep escaping their cage. Manticore Deathlord. Math Tiger asks, what is 280.46 times 1.5? Math Tiger, what's your problem? Math Tiger, your phone has a calculator in it. Matt Collier. Matt Lackett is finishing his goddamn PhD dissertation. Oh, the anxiety. We have like five doctors in here. What are they doing? Nerd shit. Going to school. Matt Lackett is finishing. No, wait. You just did that one. Sure did. Matthew, listen to Dice Funk and Neo Scum Schultz. Maximum side boob nine. Call JG side boob. 877 side boob. That's very good. Nice. Majin, conduit of screaming internally. Melbent. Melissa the Dice Goblin is swimming in dice. <laughs> Michael Hall. <laughs> yeah? What was that? Michael Hall. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Michelle Minkler, conduit of the autumnal rainbows. I'm sorry, Mikel. We do it wrong every month. Oh, shit. Was it really? It's it's wrong. There's no right way to say it for our mouths. <laughs> Midlife stasis. Mike draws you at a meeting. Uh, Mike draws. Nope. Fuck. Kill me. <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Just kill me. Mike draws you at a meeting. Great with Sean Paul. Da, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's how that song goes, right? I don't know. I'm so stupid. I can feel myself getting stupider. Miko from Finland. <laughs> Miles Conduit of passing from credits into a one shot as an ocelot. As on Lauren. You're she welcome. just appropriated your smiles. Modified Matthew. Mr. Willie Phoenix, even lesbian seagull Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist, artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aneskins, Conduit up. Yeah, they left that blank. They didn't run out of space. So that's a really like. Spooky. M- makes you think. Nathaniel Deal. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nick. Nicole Woodruff. No, Shibari and the casino. <laughs> I hope that does catch on. <laughs> October 2, the Spookle. <laughs> I'm down for October 2. Pie Robberg. Pangolin, period. Patrick Babcock. Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. I've decided I'm going to do that thing. That oh, you're, you. you're like the, come on down for the price is right. Pruitt Holcomb. <laughs> Pumpkin Spice Criterion. Pyropsychotic was banned from all libraries. I wonder why. That's a very dice funk thing to get banned from. <laughs> Razumi Yazura. Remsiv. Huh. Mm-hmm. Rinconia Pacific Paranoia, other side of cool conduit of orchids. Robert Chisholm, Conduit of Efficiency. Robert Tuthill. Tuthill? Salad Child. Sean Lyons-Burke. Simmons, Conduit of Harder Slatty. Sergeant Rattlebones. The skeleton war rages on. I think skeletons would definitely beat turkeys. Yeah. Not even close. Santa would beat both, though, so. Shane Sedgwick. Now you're going to do it. Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic pansexual polyamorous switches. Send Milk Tom. 
Sir Octopus, Conduit of Chivalrous Cephalopods. Slime King, Mike, Lord of the Phlegamason. <laughs> I like how you you used Chris's uh, pronunciation there. He's a good guy. Is Slime King Mike or Chris? Both. Well, I don't know. I, have you talked to Chris recently? <laughs> He's doing his best. A kind of a goblin. <laughs> Smiling Sisyphean Syretha of the Bleak Cabal. Spaghetto wishes they had Bogo money. Spaghetto Depressi, I remember you. Spinel did nothing wrong. Sporeman Zero. Squid Cap, the conduit of sexy anime clowns missing Halloween. Yeah, you probably can't show up to Thanksgiving dinner dressed as a sexy anime clown. Maybe. That would be a power move. <laughs> Just like, Depends on who's throwing Thanksgiving. Pass the mashed potatoes. Honk, honk. <laughs> That's a goose. No, it was supposed to be your clown no, nose. No, all honks are goose. Okay, Stephen Lund, also known as Helgram Stefanson Yorski, apparently. He stole it. Apparently, I don't know. Have I bestowed that upon people, or was it stolen? Is it like knighting? Mm. Sternat, conduit of consonants. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Sydney Marsing. Tabitha Spokes. Tales of Inquiry. Terraflops. Thankful Flowers. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The murderous mongoose who's secretly standing directly behind you. I feel like the mongoose has been made redundant by the untitled goose, who is now the new demonic animal haunting all of us. That's true. The precursor! <laughs> Thick geezer. <laughs> the chick pleaser. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anna's eating, like, right behind me, so I hope everyone can hear her little chomps. What's she eating? Food. Thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> yes, and. I love it. <laughs> Titty picks this legal tender 2K20. I had the cake, because it sounded cool. Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. TPK'd by my D&D group with witch lights, because Austin is a bad influence. I actually really want to see that. Do you just straight up just roll over them, or do they, like, put up a fight? I'd like to think it just goes, like, a vacuum cleaner. Yep. What if it's the witch light, like, riding around on a Roomba? (laughs) That's good. I feel like any animal on a Roomba is instant gold. It's just, it never fails. They love it. Trace Marsing. Transient. Actually, I think I'm going to stick around, passerby. Nice. The plot thickens. Trees, they are us. Damn, that's how you that's how you would approach that one? I thought it was like Trisotherius. Trees, they are us. Okay, okay, yeah, you know what? I see it now. Shanus. Universal Toby. Uh, Victor Molito, conduit of quietness. This Viscount. Viscount Bumbershoot von Victrola, you busy little sausage. Is that your Bumbershoot accent? I don't know. I, I, I was gonna, and then I just kind of lost faith before <laughs> I ever got there. Uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like you have it in you to do a really good busy little sausage. I, I feel like you have it in you to say war and wolf folk. <laughs> war and wolf folk. When do we get a dice funk one shot of big gay orcs? Apparently, I can't. I mean, you can. All the players have to do is decide to be big gay orcs. I'm not stopping them. Also, it occurs to me, Wolf Folk is a good sheep name. That is I've, a good sheep name. We've probably said this before. All Every, every joke's been made already. William Vink. 
Zephosaurus. Yam Spice Latte. Zoltar, the Viking Death Metal Caterpillar, Conduit of Retribution, and technically it hasn't been 30 minutes yet. Technically, uh, so let's go through the Patreons real quick. Patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. That's how you get on this list. $5 a month. We record on the 5th. Uh, Patreon.com slash Weekly Monger Recap. That's Chris Rollo T on social media. Conrad Zimmerman on social media. He is Patreon.com slash Of Horse. And Laura. Laura K. Buzz everywhere, including Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz. That's how you find her. Lauren, where are you? I'm on Twitter. Rargalicious. That's W A R G L I C I O S, but also you can just like click it. Awesome, we'll do the thing. Uh, what like iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts now, Podbean, YouTube, uh, Google Play, Google Play. I think I, I think we're on Spotify. I don't really know how Spotify works, but I submitted it. So if you can find it there, you're welcome. Oh, um, we're here. We're here. We're queer. Please like Give us, us and subscribe. <laughs> okay, well you're sounding nicer. What did you say? I said, give us money. <laughs> Listen, okay. uh-huh. we live in a society. Joker movie two. <laughs> Joker movie two. Electric boogaloo. Oh, uh, anything else? Stay frosty. No, don't stay frosty. <laughs> Sorry, that's December. Stay pumpkiny. That's no okay. You know what? You eat pumpkin pie, bitch. I would like a pumpkin pie. Do you know when you eat pumpkin things and gourd things and squash things? November, you fuck. You're being very aggressive. Yeah, they love it. Oh, I'm not leaving it in. It's too mean. I gotta give the people what they want. Hurting my feelings? <laughs> Chris is so much worse and you let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing favorites. Yes! Chris always gets the new toys. I like the he does! He's like, I hate your fucking soul. And you're like, okay.